to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Side by side, Boards gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here, string. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. Everybody, welcome to the Split Line Off Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always, Brandon White here, guys. What is up? What's going on, guys? <laughs> we are back, better than ever, better than ever, ready to go. We've got an awesome show lined up for you for episode 67 today. We have crazy guests today. We right. have the seven-time champ Walker Fowler coming on. We got Jordan Ashburn XC1 Dirt Bike Pro coming on. It's going to be a good show. I can right. promise you that. Ah, uh, man, I'm ready. It's it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a good one for sure. Before we get going, though, we have to thank our awesome sponsors. First and foremost, we got to thank Guts Racing. They've been in business since 1985, and since then, they've been producing the best right. seat covers, seats, um, style, protection, best there is, best for there sure. Is. Yep. Don't trust me, trust people like Thad Duvall, trust people like Joel Hetrick. Joel Hetrick just won Daytona right. on a Guts Racing right. seat cover. Those guys are top notch, and we are going to be giving one of them away this weekend yep. for our GNCC Fantasy right. this weekend. That's right, if you've not played Fantasy, do Make it. sure you do it this weekend <laughs> because there's weekly prizes. You don't right. have to win the whole season to win a prize. Right. We're going to be giving away prizes, awesome prizes every week. Right. And speaking of prizes, we're also going to be giving away another prize tonight. That's right. We're like Oprah. <laughs> seal Savers. Seal Savers has been in the game. First original fork seal. They've been in business for 21 years. The ultimate seal protection for UTVs, ATVs, dirt bikes, side-by-sides, uh, mountain, mountain bikes, bikes. trucks, Palms, right? Um, they got it all. Right. Phone cases. They got phone cases yet, probably. Um, they, if not, they're working yeah, on them. Yeah, they I'm got sure. some kind of watch protector. You can save twenty-five percent off of anything on their website by using the discount code Capital Splitline uh, for twenty-five percent. So go there and save on their already affordable products. Yep. And speaking of saving, right. Next week, we're going to be giving away some, one of these things, yeah. a Sunstar chain and sprocket kit, right. which is awesome. That was our first week giveaway, and it'll be our fourth week giveaway. Well, I mean, we'll probably take a... <clears throat> a week off. No, right, yeah, we're yeah. Going, <laughs> we give it away on the races. On yeah, the fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but anyways, uh, Sunstar sprockets and chains, best there is. Yep. Um, those guys are awesome. We appreciate uh, all those guys that help us out. Doug Kirk, uh, best in the business. They, um, uh, best chains, best sprockets uh they are made with uh case hardened uh crumbly steel for ultimate strength uh and you guys can get a discount code from them too 30 percent right. off uh you can use the discount code capital split line 30 for 30 percent off anything on their website so make sure you guys take care of that oh, yeah. and last but not least our newest sponsor right. we want to thank mountain state hair scrambles for coming on the show uh those guys are are um 
Awesome series. Yeah. Awesome series. They're, they, having, uh, they're going to be having a race here in what, two weeks no, or one this, week? This, well, not this Next weekend. weekend? Next weekend. Next the 19th and 20th. Next weekend, they're going to be having a race at Sand, Sand Hill. Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be dirt bikes on Saturday and ATVs on Sunday. Right. So if you're in the West Virginia area and you want to uh, – you want to check that out make sure you do because those guys are top-notch series yep. um l- best local series i've been to yeah yep it's a uh, tracks are great they do a really good job and they keep everything running as tight as fast as possible yeah so. absolutely so brandon what's up with you oh man not much man just working um trying to get uh, still waiting for some some uh, uh, suspension can't talk right now um for my bike um uh, we are getting ready to go to gtr for full gas sprint enduro um uh, next weekend the 19th and 20th uh so getting ready for that man um just waiting for this big snowstorm we're supposed to get on saturday around here which is kind of a bummer because i was hoping to ride a little bit but what about you snow uh, isn't that crazy <laughs> like if a snowstorm's gonna come could it at least don't come during the week when it messes all the planes up right right you know i, I wouldn't mind if it was during the week and weekends be nice yeah no doubt um yeah, no, honestly, I've uh, been working on the the fantasy. This week has been kind of crazy yeah. uh, with fantasy um, being just a week apart. So right. we appreciate all you guys uh, getting in on the fantasy action. It has been a lot of fun. I think we're up to 58 players yeah. so far, uh, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I'm still manually entering everything. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, my brother-in-law Tom is doing an awesome job at helping us right. out, try to get everything uh, worked up with that. It's um, it's tough, but it's it's fun. Yeah, it's it's fun, fun for sure. And this week I've been watching some some good Supercross action though. Oh yeah, man! It was it was uh, Daytona was crazy. Daytona was crazy. We got Daytona Supercross to talk about a little, right. bit. A little bit. We got Daytona Supercross ATV Bees style about to talk about, about. Yep. a little bit, and um, yeah, for sure. Uh, so. Uh, you want to touch on the Supercross real quick? Yeah, we can. Um, I guess you want to go right to Jet Lawrence's um, amazing uh, victory, 12-second, 13-second, I think, lead. Uh, looks great. Looks like the way he's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, can't wait to the East-West shootout coming up soon um, just so he can have some competition. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's he's in a class <laughs> of his own right now. Um, so I am excited real quick to see um, – to see uh, Kyle Chisholm dropping right. down and see how he does. Um, you can maybe have the battle of the old men uh, <laughs> with uh, Chiz and um, Nicoletti. Nicoletti in that yeah. class for sure. Fifthly Phil, uh, those two probably will end up battling it out quite <laughs> right. a bit. But, um, no, Eli Tomac, uh, what was this, his sixth one? Yeah. Uh, sixth Bert Daytona, Bert. so congratulations to him. That's a crazy uh, yeah. accomplishment for sure. Uh, Cooper Webb starting to look like Cooper Webb again. He's, he's looking better, which we figured on the East Coast where they've been uh, riding the bike a lot, getting used to the dirt and the, and all that stuff um he's starting to come around uh, do you think he gets passed in the last two laps i think it'd be laps, close whatever it was i, I kind of think that eli would have got him eli was coming he was coming but i think webb was starting to pick up his game i'm not sure if he could have found the without being really aggressive i don't know if he could have found the line around him yeah um but all in all, I kind of blame that on Cooper Webb's line choice anyways, how, how all that played around with McElrath and all yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. That was uh, – I mean, it was a really good race uh, between yeah. those two. Um, the the big story of the night, though, yeah, was, was Malcolm, <laughs> was Malcolm and Jason Anderson. Those guys – Was that really worth it? No. 
I mean, he was so fast all day long. I think Malcolm could have won. He could have. He could have won. He could have at least at least been podium. Those three could have – actually, those four, they could have yeah. had a heck, heck of a ballet. Yeah, they kind of, he kind of stole away our uh, a really good race Kind of us. stole the thunder a little bit yeah, from just, us. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. I think he just ruined everybody's, like, fans' night yeah. on that. But it is what it is. I mean, everybody got to see Tomac break a record, and yeah. you'll probably never see that again. No, uh, absolutely. It, it, it's astonishing. Um, championship, Tomac. Yeah, um, I mean, unless he has a bike fell year or gets hurt yeah um i think he's kind of got it wrapped up i don't know about wrapped up but i think that uh i think it's gonna be hard to beat for sure i mean do you see him finishing off the podium i don't i don't know especially uh i don't see him finish off the no, podium. I mean, 17 points it's it's you know it's kenny done um he said he'll be back he literally said that he'll be back he's just taking a break so I don't know if he's getting ready for outdoors, yeah, uh, or whatever. That's big news too. Yeah, yeah if you don't for know, sure. Kenny Kenny Roxon kind of took a what they, hiatus. A hiatus, <laughs> yeah. He he calls it a break. Um, just a, he's left Supercross all of a sudden. So yeah, uh, absolutely. And he um, kind of looked. He did a little bit better, I thought, this week that than he did the last couple. So I, I was kind of confused. I think a he's bit. just super frustrated right, right now, and I, I can't. You can't say that you blame but him. Is Honda bringing a filling rider for him? I don't know. Or they just let Sexton run the show? Right? I don't know. I, mean, I would probably say just let Sexton run the show. I mean, they got a guess. I mean, well, filling riders really—they've really not done a lot of filling riders lately in the past couple no. years. It's not seemed to have been a thing. Right. So I don't know. Um, what else? Before we get into our fantasy talk. Right. We need to mention um, the ATV Supercross right. in Daytona. Uh, <laughs> Man, I'm gutted for Hogue. I'm gutted for Hogue as well. I'm gutted for him, but I'm also happy for him at the same time right. because because he came uh, out with a new team. Brett Music, right. uh, a good friend of ours. Which you won. Uh, his Brett moto. Music won the uh, Pro, Pro Sport, Sport. Uh, yeah. uh, Moto Edition. And Brett ended up saying that there was a freak part, uh, part failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I saw that. Um, but I think Hogue would have won that race. That yeah. track was so train-tracked and slot yeah. car racing that I don't think anybody could have gotten around him. No, I mean, Hedrick would have had to get pretty aggressive with him um, yeah. towards the end, and I'm not sure if he would um, <laughs> to probably get around him because yeah. Hogue was still running a good pace. Um, it's unfortunate, though, the way that track kind of formed out for the quads. Uh, I know they came in, and it was a big water hole all over the yeah. place. And, you know, you could tell, listening to some people talk, that some of the quad pro guys were kind of upset how it all turned out, but um, at least they got to race it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Uh, at least they got to race it. How about um, how about uh, um, Chad Weenan coming yeah. through the field a little bit? That was a hard track to come through the field on, and uh, this might be the fire uh, or the, the, <laughs> the obstacle that lights lights him on fire for right. the rest of the season. I mean, if fifth is the worst he gets all year, I mean, what do you? What When's you the last time he's finished off the podium? Right. And without a manufacturer, without a uh, um, a. Uh, uh, a part breakdown yeah. or something that yeah. chain mm-hmm. like two years ago right yeah he, <laughs> he's he's a machine so yeah, it, it's going to be uh fun to watch uh this season we'll be watching for sure uh really pulling for brandon hogue yeah. and and the brett music racing team uh those guys are awesome and uh I, brett really got a good rider when he picked oh, one yeah. so i think that that being having um brandon hogue available is probably what pushed brett to to make a team yeah. um because you know uh Hogue's Hogue's got Hogue's got oh, it. I, I could see championships in Hogue's future. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's a great rider. I mean, he's been on a podium you know, more than once, and yeah. uh, he can definitely do it. He's just, and he's, uh, I think he's got a good um, team behind him now. Yeah, uh, I know they're new, but they've been him, Brett, and his dad's been doing it for years. Yeah, um, CD. Uh, they they and they always have years. reliable equipment right. too. So I mean, uh, one breakdown, you know, isn't too bad. So yeah. 
So let's get into fantasy. Uh, Which one do you want to cover first? Let's just get, run through Rocky Mountain, and then we'll go through the pulp, uh, and then we'll get to the featured fantasy right. for this okay. week. Well, Rocky Mountain right now, we got JDMX050, which is Jeremy DeWitt. Um, in first, McVurry. In second, B. Maruto. In third, Ronnie B. 109. In fourth, Big Ben. In fifth, um, J. In sixth, MX Girl. Seventh, um, and I'm, oh, I'm in 12th. I'm coming up. Okay, I don't know where you're at in there. I, don't I forgot. Oh, I forgot to do my team on Rocky Mountain. How do you forget? I, dude, I got a lot. Of, I'm building a fantasy site myself. <laughs> oh, jeez. Excuses. You just don't like to play it. Yeah. Okay, so, so talk to us about some pulp. All right, some pulp. <laughs> so for the overall, for for the weekend, um, RJ255 won. And I don't know how that's even possible. Brandenburg? Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. And then it was Chase Boo Bear in second, <laughs> JDMX 50 in third, Mason Sil Sabres in fourth, MX Girl in fifth. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, you got 10th. Hey, I'm, I'm coming. Right. I'm slow and steady is one in the race. Right. What's, the, what's the championship look <laughs> now, like for the top three? The championship for the top three, uh, Mason Sil Sabres is back on top. Yeah. Um, Kyle Murray must have had a bad week or forgot to do his picks or something because he was nowhere near anywhere. Man, Kyler. What are you doing, dude? So Hammer uh, five twelve is in second, and GNC C six two two four three is in third. Okay, nice. So. Nice. All right, now let's get to the featured fantasy. That is the split line off road GNCC fantasy uh, that we have been performing. It has been a lot of fun. A lot of riders have been paying attention. A lot of guys have been getting involved. Um, a lot of guys are finding out about it. They're like, oh wow, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you guys haven't played yet, we are giving weekly prizes right. away. You can still win something. You can still have fun for the rest right. of the season um and honestly two races down i mean Stu's done it before <laughs> right. so why can't you right? <laughs> right um so um aj connors aj connors uh took the win um and tracy pierce actually tied i believe hang on no that's what? wrong those are yeah no 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 that was my bad i was say what are you doing my bad i i have two sheets and i did the top i did the 30th place person i was gonna say man i was like <laughs> what are you doing okay um <laughs> It's our first time, guys. Yeah, my bad. Okay. <laughs> uh, week two. Week two. Williams 316 that won. Better. Yeah, I was going to say. And then Justin Miller uh, actually tied for first place. Those guys won the RG Almost Heaven t shirts this week. Mm -hmm. uh, Brandon Whitehair finished third. Third. That's right. Uh, Nathan Cox fourth, and Justin Groff finished fifth. Uh, and uh, for the overall. Right now, Brandon is winning with 312 <laughs> points. Tom Williams, who is the guy that is helping us make this happen, Wait. is in second place. And in third place, uh, Zach Botwell. Where's um, uh, Rodney Cooper? Rodney Cooper's way? down there. Rodney's, Brittany, actually, my wife, uh, who's going to be joining <laughs> us here soon uh, for the Seal Savers giveaway, yeah. um, she actually was bragging the fact that she's ahead of me. That's funny. So, yeah. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, I, I guess. Terrible. Yeah, it, it happens. It happens. So, um, <laughs> wild, um, uh, wild boar was this past weekend, yeah. and it looked to be a rough track. It was a little rough. Uh, Want to give shout outs to all the guys that got hurt. We had Josh Toth yeah. go down. He's okay though. <clears throat> yeah, He's, uh, at least that's what he says. He's okay. Uh, Joseph Garcia. Uh, yeah. Man, they're dropping like flies. Uh, he took it second, um, but I don't know if he, did he get hurt in the race or did he get hurt at practice? I got I got messing around because he took second overall. 
So did he finish with the broken he hand? He finished with a broken hand. Okay. And then they went and x-rayed it later, and he found out that it was broken, so they, they decided to um, forego his last race and go get ready for his series uh, right. over in Europe. Um, now – Josh Strang with a broken arm. Josh Strang with a broken arm. Um, Ricky Russell. Yeah. With a um, shoulder. Yeah. So I don't know how long he'll be out. Yeah. I guess Toth, uh, man, gave a special shout out to Toth. Was on our show last week. Right. Uh, ended up having basically, I guess, a heat stroke, right? Kind of like, yeah. yeah. So um, that's that that was brutal. Yeah. And then, did you see where Babatasha was kind of like lost his uh, body? Maybe I lost a nut. I did not see that. You didn't see that? No, I did not yeah, see that. You have to you have to go check out his Instagram. He uh, that's literally literally had to go uh, get it checked. Ooh, that's rough. He had him that's rough. That's rough. <laughs> Shout out to him, man. Yeah, the, the, that sand and you didn't see you didn't hear of many people talking about how much fun they had this weekend. No, that's for sure. I mean, just you could just tell like it was like okay, we got to do this. It's, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, except for Fowler. Fowler kind of was like seemed pretty excited about it. Yeah, Fowler. But, Fowler was pumped about it. I yeah. think that was his sixth. We'll have to ask him. That was right. his sixth uh, wild boar in a row. Speaking of Walker Fowler's coming on the show, if you guys just joined us, so uh, he's going to be on here at 7.30, so make sure you guys are tuned in for that. And then at 8, Jordan Ashburn's coming on. If you guys are liking what you're hearing, make sure you share, share it. it. Share it to your friends. Uh, we're share sure that other people that, um, if you're interested, they might be interested as well. So right. starting out the weekend, though, uh, the 4x4 Pro class, Brandon Frazier got his first win yeah. of the season, yeah. uh, followed by Landon Wolf and Hayden Mickelson. That is a tight points race right yes, now right now uh hey, um hayden and brandon frazier are tied for with 51 points and landon wolf is sitting at 50 points right now do you think that's like kind of motivating landon maybe to try to run all i would say season? so i don't yeah i would say so maybe i hope so i'd yeah. like to see landon running right um especially with this close of a battle yeah, and if somebody else is going to win the championship you'd like to see them potentially beat the guy that that has been winning the championship right. um so and then over in the wxc uh, atv class jessica eloff won uh her race hannah hunter finished second and Tracy Pickens finished third yeah. uh, Jessica and Hunter and Hannah are actually tied for the uh, points right now wow. too they've split um, races so that's, that's going to be a fun uh, race to watch all season mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> XC2 uh, Jay Shadron went two for two so far uh, winning um, his a, class he kind of made it tough on himself this week getting uh, I think he had to tip over in first turn or something yeah something like that had to work his way back up yeah that's it. a rough track to do that too mm -hmm. as well and then Steve Harrell wants to um, Steve even uh, Harold is, which is one of our favorites when it comes to fantasy. <laughs> right. A lot of guys are picking him. Right. Uh, he ended up finishing second. Wyatt Wilkins, he was our top picked uh, ATV rider this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people picked Wyatt. So, um, yeah, so he finished third on the XC2 podium. Um, XC1, obviously, Walker won. Uh, Bryson finished second, yep. Bryson Neal. Yep. And uh, Devin Feehan came from way back, back. to finish yeah. third. Yeah. So, uh, it was a good, strong ride by him. Um, that was a good weekend for those guys. He definitely for knew sure. it was a fitness, uh, you know. Big fitness for him. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then over on the uh, bike side, Rachel Archer won. Yeah. Uh, she won her class. Uh, Corey Steed finished second. Taylor Jones finished third. Uh, those guys are going to be they're going to be battling all yeah. year. That's mm -hmm. going to be a fun battle to watch. Yeah. I'm excited to watch that as well. Um, XC2, Mike Witkowski is rolling right now. Yes, he, he, is. he won, and I think he won by a pretty good margin. Yeah. Um, Cody Barnes finished second. He is uh, um, the biggest scorer of the GNCC fantasy <laughs> that we have this weekend. So, uh, and one person picked him. I forget who it was. 
But they picked him. He got 59 points in wow. GNCC Fantasy. Uh, and keep him in the back pocket. Well, now he's not going to be worth as much. Oh, come on. He's not going to be a 22 Lord, seed going Lord into this Ray. weekend. <laughs> I forget what his seat, what his, uh, or what his um, we'll have to uh, get handicap the is. Together for that. <laughs> yeah, get the committee together. Uh, Jack Edmondson uh, yeah. finished on the on the podium as well. Did you see that crash that he had? Yeah, dude, that was Ooh, that was pretty gnarly. He was lucky to get up after that one. Yeah. That was a gnarly one. Yes, it was. That was a gnarly one. Then over on the XC1, Ben Kelly. Uh, one by good. four minutes. Right. I mean, I mean, gotta give it up to Ben. Um, yeah. Right now, I don't think anyone um, until we get up uh, up to, up our way, um, maybe where Jordan Ashburn or somebody can give him a run for his money. But I think when you're down in the sprint open uh, sections and more, you know, like the open uh, woods is yeah. where he's going to excel at. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> Let's talk a little bit. We got a few minutes before yeah. Walker comes on. I want to talk to you a little bit about the state of the bike class right now. Oh man, uh, I hope I hope it. I don't. I, what do you think it's causing this? Well, okay. And I wish we could get a, a real professional on, um, like our uh, our coach Rob. But we'll have to get him on sometime. But uh, I'm just curious. Like, well, do you think? Do you think with Stu coming in the way he has? has made everybody elevate their game a little bit to where they're pushing the bike too much? Or do you think maybe these bikes are letting these guys push push them too hard without with, with getting kind of sketchy? You know what I'm saying? I think it's a combination of things. I think this day and age, um, you know, we have guys that are – professional athletes and they are coming in pushing speeds that are absolutely tremendously above what they used to be. Mm-hmm for a longer period of time, right? Right. So they're turning this into a three-hour moto, which these athletes, they're capable of doing that. Right. They're capable of doing that. And when they're riding that fine line, they're riding it for a longer point of time now, mm-hmm. where it used to be like, okay, we're going to figure the track out for the first hour. We're going to step it up a little bit for the second hour, and then we're going to race for the third hour type type mm-hmm. deal. Now, are these tracks getting too fast? Ah. <sighs> Is that a, is that is that a yes or not? I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know, but then maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler alert: Next week we have Stu Baylor coming on the show, and I'm sure that he would like to dive into this topic <laughs> yeah. because, um, you know, he's not short of any opinions on right. on, on this type of stuff. Um, I think it's a combination of speeds. Uh, I think it's a combination of the the. I know lappers. caliber of riders that we have, and that's the that's another big thing is Dude. is the lap riders. We, there's a lot more people on the track right now than there than there typically have been. Um, and that's how Strang got hurt. And that's how Strang got and hurt. And I'm pretty sure Russell was the same. I think there was two two yeah. people so, got into the lappers. So three people last week. Mm-hmm. And two people this week. Right. That's five of our top riders, and I think as a sport, we need to. To fi- I don't know what the answer is, but we need to figure out a way to protect our top athletes. Right. Whether that be splitting classes up, whether that be changing the format a little bit, uh, a little bit. Um, I know that they're pretty limited on what they can do with track. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the guys, the GNCC crew, oh, is yeah, amazing. They're, yeah, they're great. But the thing is, is, is the sport is elevating. Right. Right. Well, I mean, these riders are making it like a rider like Stu. You know, uh, Ricky, I'm not Ricky Russell, but Caleb Russell Mm -hmm. took it to another level. Well, Stu was like, hey, I want to try to do what he did and maybe do a little bit more. Yeah. And then another thing you got to think about is is like everybody's a training facility now. Everybody's getting faster. Everybody's eating better. Everybody is is 
at the tip of the spear. And and you know as well as I do. Okay, so if you're crashing a lot when you're when you're not as advanced, mm-hmm. your crashes aren't as bad. Right. But the better you get, the worse those oh, crashes yeah, are you're, because you're riding that fine line and you're going faster. Right. Um, That's another what, thing that you got to think about is it, that is probably increasing these speeds is the new addition of e-bikes. Yeah. E-bikes are, allow, e- e-bikes are allowing these guys to pre-ride the track. More than once. as Almost as much as they would in, in the race right. itself. Because if they get there on Friday or Saturday, I mean, shoot, they can back, bike it on Friday, they can bike it on Saturday, and probably Saturday, uh, Sunday morning when they wake up. Easy. They, they, might be, they might be riding these tracks more than they do in the actual race. Very possible. So, I mean, uh, I mean, we we've heard Stu talking about like marking places and and um, uh, like like visually marking places right. like for lines and stuff like that. So they're memorizing these these insanely long tracks. Um, I, I don't know what the answer is there because you don't want to take away the ability to buy an e-bike and bike the track because then you're going to hurt your e-bike sales. You're going to hurt right. your e-bike attendance. Um, um, yeah, but I, it, I think I think if in a perfect world, if the gene, if the guys that are going out racing, if the first time they saw the track was in the race, mm-hmm. it would slow the speeds down. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, you'd have to definitely um, they, they'd definitely be a lot slower on that first lap. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's the bikes. I don't know if it's just everybody pushing to try to get to that next level. Yeah. Because there is a next level right now. Um, ben Kelly and Stu Baylor took it, you know, they're on a different level. You know what I mean? So uh, I just, I, it, I really don't know. It's, it really sucks with the fact that, you know, um, for all these guys, it's their livelihood and they're, they're really working hard to advance themselves mm-hmm. and, and for them to go out so early in the season and really not get a shot at it sucks. All right. Have you seen the numbers? I haven't seen numbers from the first two GNTCs. Have you seen? I've not they, seen the numbers. No. Because I'm just curious how many how many people are actually out there, like bike wise, um, like this weekend. I would say a lot because it's it's becoming a big topic of conversation right, right after the race. Like, how was your race? How were the lappers? Right. Um, you know, Mikey Wayne's gets an earful every time he's at, down there um, on the podium interviews talking about talking about lappers lappers it seems to be a bigger topic of conversation um so you know it's something that that definitely needs addressed um and i don't know um um there's there's a lot i think that's going into this i I would say there's probably three or four different reasons why it's happening but it's one of those things that's like okay three riders go down in the first round three pro riders go down in the first round can we call it a coincidence two more riders go down in the second round and how many times does a coincidence i mean we got lucky how many times does a coincidence happen before you can't call it a coincidence right, anymore? Right. So, uh, fortunately, we're going to be having Josh um, or uh, uh, Jordan Ashburn on this a- this afternoon, and we're going to talk to him. Uh, I'm sure he has an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, here in a second, we're going to be getting on Walker Fowler. Man, let's talk just a little bit real quick about the ATV racing. Yeah. Um, man, Walker and Bryson mm-hmm. are – I'm just please no breakdowns. <laughs> right. I just want to see these two battle it out all season long. Right. Because it's going to be a really good season if these two can battle it out all year long. Yeah. Um, if they just start trading blows, um, it's going to be good. And then you got to think Hunter Hart's going mm-hmm. to be stepping up and getting McClure, in there soon. McClure's right there. McClure, too. McClure was actually leading this yeah. weekend, and I heard that he had a sickness that uh, over the week that kind of 
hindered him um, later in the race. Right. Um, so, you know, uh, McClure looks good. McClure yeah. looks fast. He right. looks confident, too. Yeah. Um, and then and then also, I mean, Devin Feehan, Devin Feehan is, is riding out of his mind right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have loved to seen what he if it, could he have been up there with Walker and Bryson have, if he if, if he wouldn't have had a bad start right. and had to come back from the pack. Yeah. I, so it's it's good racing over in the ATV world right yeah. now. Yeah. Real quick before we get Walker on, I wanted to get your opinion. What do you think this gas price stuff is going to do? To the racing community. Oh God, are we getting into this? I, I I just want to throw it out there. For, I mean, honestly, I mean, think about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm me and Jonathan's been trying to figure out how to um, to go to South Carolina next week. By the time you pull the camper and put the diesel and everything yeah. in there, I mean, yeah, it's it's a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what do you, I mean, do you think it's going to hurt it? I mean, right now, right now, our sport with the manufacturers and everything are great. I mean, everybody's showing up, everybody's traveling, everybody's going. But would you take? Can you, are we going to start being able to afford it? Or I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's going to be questionable. I, I mean, do you think it'll affect the GNCC racing? Is I, what I'm asking. Not right now. I don't, don't think, think right now. It might if it if, if if these prices keep going up and they stay up, it might be something that you see like next year, like well, we just can't afford to go. Right. I um, mean, run the national series yeah. this year. I mean, it's 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 a lot. It is a it's, lot. It's something to think about too. I it mean, is something to think about. So I, I know it's dang a Biden. I know. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Hey, uh, so we're going to be getting Walker on the show right now. And then after Walker comes on the show, we're going to be doing the first ever Guess Who Moto edition <laughs> for the Seal Savers. So we got a uh, fun little game show lined yeah. up for you guys before uh, Jordan that's Ashburn. Not a disaster. Uh, I don't think it will be. <laughs> you don't think it will be? No, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. So uh, let's go ahead and get Walker on the phone now. And uh, see what the uh, seven-time seven time has to say about uh, what's going on. <laughs> First thing we'll say is gas prices. <laughs> he's he's a picture of what he's eating. Uh, he's already in Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. What's up, Walker? Walker, what's going on, buddy? Oh my gosh. How's it going? <laughs> Not bad, man. How are you? I'm alive. That's a start, right? That's that's a start, man. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Uh, uh, Friend of the show, Walker Fowler, is joining us live tonight. Hey, buddy, we are live now. So this is the first time that you've been on a live show. How's it feel? Yeah, I got to really think about what I'm saying, so I'm going to say something stupid. Oh, we all love stupid, you know. No, yeah, yeah. So, Walker, man, um, come out round two and uh, just, I mean – Wild Boar is your house, right? That's uh, That seems to be the oh, yeah. narrative uh, down there. Um, uh, come out uh, round one and had a hard-fought battle uh, with Bryson, and then round two, same thing, uh, and just flipped the reverse order. Uh, so uh, congratulations on the on the uh, most recent win. Yeah, thanks very much. Definitely hard-fought. I just I hated that I let that first one flip away. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, only getting beat by less than a half a second and then only winning by less or just over half a second. It's definitely different, but mm-hmm. you know, I think that's nature of the beast at this point. Winning, winning, losing, losing. So I let that first one slip away from me. And then, uh, you know, obviously wasn't happy about that. I let it go in the last mile. And so I just told myself this last one, do everything you can to stay out front. We were able to do that, which was good. You know, it was, uh, you know, I don't mind riding under pressure. I just, uh, <clears throat> First race, I had a little bit of stuff going on, but no excuses. I just I made the last mistake, and 
uh, this stage in the game, you cannot, uh, you can't be the last guy to make a mistake because those are far and few between. So uh, obviously, the guy that's hot on your heels is going to take advantage of it. Right. So how does a short guy like you be really good in the sandwich? That's all I got to <laughs> right say. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. I made that comment during Racer TV. I don't know if it was on there or not. Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, I don't know why I'm so good at fan looks because I should not be, but uh, we just are, we have our setup so dialed, and, uh, yeah. you know, obviously the, the machine is doing the work for me because, like you said, I don't have I don't have the legs to be able to sit over the back of the grab bar. Right. Um, it's, full, it's full arm extension. When I sit down, I'm in the middle of the seat. So, <laughs> That's that low center, of, that low center of gravity. As you're sitting here saying, he's, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah, I have that going for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it, yeah, I'm like a jockey. It says uh, 80 horsepower motors that you have. I don't that's, know if you heard. That's what Mark, Mark said. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, Mark. Mark. Uh, Mark. I think you. You probably already know that Mark was on the show a couple of weeks ago. So uh, uh, he he seemed to be a pretty big fan favorite. So he might be trying to show you up a little bit. Oh, I'm sure anyone that gets an opportunity to listen to him talk and and try to find anything out, I, I doubt he really. He can't really talk about your job when it involves you know a brain in your hands. So for him to show off his skill set on you know over the over the phone or you know obviously on a podcast but I'm sure people are just dying to, to find out any kind of little secret of any kind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, hey, Walker, so we haven't talked to you um, all off-season. So how was your off-season? Did you have a good off-season? Uh, did you do much testing or kind of keep things the same and just stick to your program? Did we lose you? I think we might have lost him. Yeah. Oh, we lost him. He said, heck with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Brandon? Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. Yeah, yeah. so short man can ride some sand whoops. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, Walker's the best in the business. And, and I know that he'd been down in Florida right. um, uh, training um, all off season and, and was able to, to uh, there, there he is. There he, there he is. Really, I, you guys know that I don't want to sell service no matter where I go. You know, I know. The funny thing is, is we you've said that to us so many times you've been on the show, and we've never <laughs> lost you until we're live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, which I'm not even at home. I'm in South Carolina. But if anyone knows someone at Verizon that's listening, can you please call them and tell them that I absolutely hate them and I'm going to switch <laughs> to AT&T? <laughs> I've, I've been saying I'm going to do it forever, but you know, I think it's time because this is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I literally don't have service anywhere. Are, are you camping right now? Am I what? Are you camping? Because you sent oh, me a picture that sure says camp food. Uh, looked yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I'm in charge of grilling. or well, not really grilling. I'm skillet frying some chicken. Uh, nice. So, and at the exact same time, my phone hung up. This giant bug. I don't know what it is. <laughs> some sort of grasshopper or something. Went underneath and caught on fire. So I dropped the call and there was a fire. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? <laughs> and now I have this crispy cricket. That's what it looks like it is. <laughs> Worst case scenarios all around. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, for, it was weird. For, before we lost you, Coop, uh, Rodney was asking you how the offseason was. How, uh, how what? How the offseason was. Oh, still can't hear you. Uh-oh. Uh, can you hear me? Uh, uh, we were we were asking how your off season was this year, how your program oh, was. Oh, the old off season. <laughs> the, yeah, the, yeah. Old, the good old off season question. Yep, piece of cake. Uh, 
got started uh, before Christmas, went down to Florida. My, my father has a house down in South Florida, just down the street from Cole Richardson's dad. And uh, I own uh, 41 acres um, in a place called Venus. So that's kind of cool. Um, you know, I have my own little training ground, and uh, my dad actually bought some property to bust up to it. So we actually have almost 60 total uh, to be able to ride on. And pretty much been uh, living there. Um, that and there's a couple, couple little um, semi. I mean, they're definitely not public, and we're not really supposed to be there. But you know how that goes. No one's told us no, so <laughs> the whole town rides there. So we have a couple places to ride, and a uh, um, couple motocross tracks, which kind of like Durham Town. Like a lot of them closed or or did, don't allow four wheelers now, but uh, some of them are in the process of being reopened and are going to allow four wheelers. So looking forward to that. Yeah, just been um, riding and training and trying to eat right and, you know, maybe not have a beer with dinner <laughs> or two, you know, and uh, since since Christmas. So lost. Uh, I was almost up to 180 pounds back into the 160s where I belong. And, yeah, strong. I mean, you know, every year everyone says they're in the best shape of their life and stronger than ever. But I don't know how we can get any better, so I doubt I'm getting better. But I just feel good about it. So, um yeah, you know, at the end of the race, I got off my quad, wasn't really breathing that hard, shook Bryson's hand. He looked pretty good, considering. You know, I think he wasn't used to the heat, but he's probably, him and Devin Behan are probably two of the most in-shape riders on our row. And You know, I felt like I looked just as good as they did afterwards, and so I'm, I must be doing what I need to do, and uh, actually rode on Monday. So, okay. you know, to be able to, to race that race, take one day off, and then get right back to work on Monday, I think that, that goes to show that, here to play and here to stay so yeah absolutely that's what that was gonna no be more push. off season we're already two races down that part's hard to right absolutely round no. three knocking on the door yeah so hey um it was funny you mentioned the fact that that you guys go to these places where kind of like brandon and i do where you ride and nobody's ever told you no don't you can't ride there or not um have you ever had somebody come up to you and tell you you can't ride there? Like, I mean, I'm sure you look pretty official when you're out there just riding around. So I'm I'm curious about that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, obviously we have the graph, the bikes are all stickered up and we have all our protective gear on. And 99% of the time there's a name on the back of the Jersey or the chest protector. And, um, we had one time two years ago, uh, an officer was out there. I don't know if there was a fugitive loose or, or what they were out there for, but he said, as long as you stay off this main road, we don't care what you do <laughs> unless we get called and, you know, we have to come out here. But he's like, I'm not going to say anything because I ride here too. I was like, all right, that works. Cool. <laughs> We've never had a problem as long as you don't ride. There's one main road that goes to a, um, not a community, but like a little neighborhood in the back of this place. Um, yeah, I feel like, you know, as long as you're respectful of areas and don't leave trash, and that's a, a problem with that area is people go there and, and they, you know, illegally dump their lawn clippings and just garbage and stuff, and it will get shut down. And when we're there, we try to maybe clean up a little bit and try to make it better than it was, but it's kind of hard when, you know, 10 people a day are in there ruining the place. But right. what do you do? So, Uh-oh. Yep, there I went again. <laughs> tag on Verizon. <laughs> so, what were you going to ask him? I was going to, well, he kind of answered a little bit for me because I thought um, I was going to ask him how his body was after that beating um, from Wild Boar. Because uh, I heard a couple guys, I was watching some um, 
some stories and stuff and they were saying how bad they're they're pretty banged up or bruised up um from from the sand roops and all that stuff so yeah um that that was a big question to me see how he was recovering but he was already riding on uh, monday so um that was interesting yeah, that was interesting for sure, uh, and I've always wondered about that because you, you know, you and I know that we go up to like the rock quarry. On that 18th sponsor. Here. I know, right? <laughs> Maybe, yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. 18th, he is the way to go. So, <laughs> so Brandon, did you have? Yeah, a- I, I was. Just, well, you kind of answered it already, uh, Walker. But uh, I was going to ask how your body was doing because I, I saw some people saying uh, some top riders saying they were pretty beat up um, after uh, Saturday. So. Is he there? At, uh, at Ironman? No, no. From um, from this weekend, Wild Boar. How I, how's the body? Is he bruised up? Any? He sore? Oh, oh, uh, good. Hell, I'm good. Like I said if I if I had to go racing on Monday, I would have been able to do it. So, okay. uh, I mean, just knee, knees back. Um, my wrists all winter. Uh, my property is palmettos, which if anyone knows what those are, they're just basically exposed rock tree root things. Mm. But the little palm frond on the end of it, they're miserable. So, uh, honestly, I'm excited to start riding more dirt and, and, and get back to Ohio in the next, um, I have about three and a half or four weeks back down in, in Florida left. And then, uh, you know, hopefully the weather in Ohio is good enough to be able to go home and, and start riding at uh, my property there, which I'm super excited about. I, I bought my family's property. So it's only 30 six-ish acres i have the opportunity maybe to get to like mid 40s with a couple of neighbors that might sell some stuff but kind of cool almost 30 years old bought my property and this is this uh 2022 is gonna be my first year you know riding on my own own ground and in both states so that's really cool pretty excited about that that's awesome so uh this weekend we're going back to um Georgia. The, Georgia to the uh, to the Big Buck facility and last week it or no, yeah not Big Buck General Gen- well General. I mean but it's the same facility right no that's it's not that's Tiger Run no the General weekend. is definitely a state different huh <laughs> jeez huh the uh, t- Tiger Run is uh, big as Big Buck that's right yeah, that's why we're live because we can make these mistakes on <laughs> yeah. jeez I tell you well yeah. anyways hey, that that kind of blows my last question out of the water, but in the same sense, we're getting back to the dirt. We're getting back to what you guys normally run. And the last time we saw you guys on dirt, we saw a freight train battle um, for a lot of the race before you and Bryson, Bryson um, eventually broke away from the pack and made it a two-man battle. Um, what is your thoughts on the state basically the state of the sport um, as how these young guys are coming up and and it's becoming a really fun battle to watch in, in in the front of the race. Yeah, no, it's definitely good. I'm excited to show up uh, to a dirt property healthy. Um, I actually went into round one with what I believe was food poisoning. I didn't I didn't eat or drink anything for 36 hours before the race and pulled off a, a second. Um, that that I was struggling so bad. Uh, Keep my brain moving and, and, and focus through and finally was able to start, like I said, uh, getting some water and stuff during the race. So um, I'm ex- I'm expecting to see maybe less of a freight train, but you're going to have, I bet there's five riders instead of nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was a literal roadblock the first 45 minutes of uh, of Big Buck. I felt bad, but I was like, right, if I get the whole shot, I'm just going to go the pace I want to. 
And any time that I think there's an opportunity to pass, I'm going to go as fast as I can. And whenever it's not, I'm going to turtle because I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so it works. <laughs> <laughs> so what, like, so since these are a week apart, like how, how do you, um, how are you recovering? Like, you know, what do you do to recover? I, I usually got a couple weeks or a week in between. Um, now we're like yeah, back to back. So, um, so definitely, um, I'm kind of new to it. I didn't believe in it, but, you know, recovery rides, whether it's a recovery exercise, just get moving, get stretching. Um, so I did a, a, a short ride, um, you know, on my four wheeler. And then I also did a, a little bit of an e-bike ride with the motor turned on low, uh, just to, just to get the legs moving. And then, um, you know, some good stretching, you know, spend 15, 20 minutes at least getting stretched out. And then uh, Tuesday, I put in a you know an hour and five hour ten minute ride and and some bicycling and some track maintenance. Grabbed a shovel and uh, it was only sixty five degrees, but I was trying to drain some water holes because it uh, started raining down here in South Carolina and uh, just trying to get ahead of it before it all came down. So you can make anything exercise if you want. So just about got some blisters on my hand from that and yeah, just like I said, honestly, just being active. After a huge activity like that, uh, Sunday, I was worthless. Forget about it. Um, and I slept in the back of my truck. So everyone, oh, uh, it's Daytona bike week. So I-95 is just, there's nothing. So, uh, I was like, screw it. I have a four-wheeler with me. I'm just going to sleep in my truck. So it's, you know, I feel like the quad's safer and I don't have to spend $120 for uh, six hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's crazy. So I was pretty, I was pretty sore on Sunday between the race and sleeping in my truck, but, uh, no, like I said, getting moving and then um, eating eating the right foods, that's huge. Uh, you know, if you eat like trash, you're going to feel like trash. And I'm I'm as guilty as anybody. I love eating some Zaxby's and anything <laughs> or double-baked this and that with cheese, but, you know, some good lean meats or, uh, you know, fruits, vegetables, good greens. You know, all that stuff goes a long way to really helping your body recover and, and needing you know, instead of it feeding off of what's inside your body, you know, giving your body something that it, it can actually use. So Right, right. Well, as I've aged, I've gotten a little bit smarter about what I'm, you know, doing and trying to keep up. And, you know, four years ago, I could eat, drink, lay around, do whatever I wanted, and it didn't matter. And now I kind of, you know, got to be a little bit more con- conscious about my decisions because it really <laughs> does impact and reflect what I'm doing, you know, right. especially days leading up to it you know before you could eat like crap till friday and have a good meal on friday and race saturday and be good now it's like i have to start on tuesday to kind of get all the crap out of me if, you know if i did do something or you know be like oh, no soda for the next three weeks because we have all these races back to back so i did cheat once that one mellow yellow <laughs> <laughs> mellow yellow is the good stuff man <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so a few minutes ago, um, we, we talked to you about, or heard you talk about how like, you know, you went up and shook Bryson's hand and, and you were like, kind of like seeing like how these guys were physically. Uh, and it just shows like the, the mental preparation that you guys have. And like, it's like, I'm going to see like kind of almost sizing them up to see like, say how much do you have left in the tank? Um, and, and we heard you talk a little bit about how it's, it's going to be a battle between you two, um, all season long. Um, Man, Brandon and I were just talking before you came on the show that we're really excited about this. Um, and, and, you know, we're praying like no breakdowns. We want to see you guys 
just two titans battled out. Um, um, and is that something that, that you're looking forward to since kind of last season that got a little bit cut short with uh, Bryson's injury? Oh, absolutely. You don't want anything handed to you. And yeah. if you uh, truly earn something, it's even more rewarding. Uh, if a win or something comes easy, which at this point I don't believe, even if, let's say, Bryson breaks down, you're going to have Hunter Hart, Feehan, McGill, um, the Sneaky State. You're going to have a, a slew, Glotta. You're going to have a bunch of guys that no different than last year just because Bryson wasn't around. Um, you know, I ended up <laughs> – so Cole got a win, Hunter got a win, and I think someone else had, had also gotten one while he was gone. So guys step up and, and fill the shoes. So, um, you know, having everyone healthy and everyone, uh, you know, not having mechanicals the first two rounds uh, to say, you know, per se, I know Hunter had some issues there at round one, but uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a long year. It's going to be fun. And I think, you know, all the riders would prefer everyone be healthy, everyone you know, mechanically be sound and, and go toe to toe with each other. You know, the young guys, uh, the middle aged guys, the old guys, vets, uh, whatever you want to call it. It's, um, you know, we're, it's a lot more exciting right now on the four wheel side than the two wheel side because I'm pretty sure I could line up an XC1 Pro bike and get about fourth place because there, <laughs> there aren't any left. Right. Yeah, it's been rough over there. And we were talking about and that. It's sad for sure. It really is. And we were, Brandon and I were talking before you came on about like, what's the cause of it? And um, what's, we we kind of chalked it up to a combination of things with um, with just the the preparation that these guys have the ability that they have to go three hours at that pace being a cause of it the amount of people on the track like kind of what what do you think is going on over there? Um, I mean the speeds for sure. Uh, just guys pushing to a new level again and maybe the. Did we lose him again? Verizon. <laughs> Dag on Verizon. We've lost him three times uh, now. That's right. Sorry, I, guys. No, nah, yeah. Yeah, it's um, um, the seven time champ. We'll, needs, we'll try one more time. He's ATT. <laughs> <laughs> needs AT&T. Verizon is not the uh, not the uh, service to be having, especially it seems to be in South Carolina <laughs> or or Ohio for that matter, right? Right. right. Oh, <laughs> but geez. no, I mean, you know, we're not getting the Verizon sponsor anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are not. No, we are not. Um, uh, if we don't. It, are you there? We, we're trying. <laughs> we're getting we're there. Getting this done. Hey, slowly but surely. We, we will. Uh, um, we will only keep you for a few more minutes, Walker. Since uh, since uh, hey, it looks like you got good food to eat, and um, uh, the service is uh, kind of tough. He's probably standing upside down on top of the camper at this point, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I tried walking up front. And I was literally just thinking, I'm like, I should probably go check on my chicken. And then I walked away from that spot and crashed out. Again. Oh, so, man. <laughs> oh, well, what, what do you do? Yeah. Uh, right. But, yeah, um, anyway, like I said, I think speed, uh, the, the, the tracks are faster because there's more riders. And I think having more riders, um, a lot of the issues are guys getting in with lap traffic or trying to follow um, you know, or use a line that they weren't really wanting to use. And now they're off the main line and they're hitting stumps and trees or, you know, dust, you know, God only knows, but it's a double-edged sword for sure. The tracks to accommodate that many riders have to be fast and have to be wide. But when there's that many people and guys are going that fast with that many people, things are going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. And, and 
I can't I can't speak for um, you know everyone obviously, but like I know a lot of the Supercross guys don't maybe wear as much equipment as they could. Yeah, I want to say I feel like the Woods guys are pretty good about wearing maybe more safety equipment than they should, but not all of them. You know, there's a lot of guys that don't run chest protectors, and I think that's the most asinine thing that I've ever seen and heard of in my life. But <laughs> that's up to them. I'm right. not going to name names, but and I know that they think I'm wrong, but is what it is. The well, next race thing, yeah, that's debatable, I yeah. guess. Oh. But I like mine, and it makes me feel safe, and I've had zero repercussions from wearing it. So. Yeah, right. and when, when you are riding at the tip of the spear of speed, and then you c- combine that with riding for three-plus hours at that speed – and Brandon and I were talking about how how like the faster these guys are going and the, the more they're pushing themselves, the more they know these tracks by being able to e-bike it as almost as much, if not more, than they race it. Um, it becomes a a um, like when you do have a crash, it's going to be a big one. Right. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I didn't even think about the fact that guys are getting three and four laps on the track on their e-bikes beforehand. I think the quad guys are pretty good about only doing one. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and even for me, I still think that's one too many i i do like the e-bike i do think there's a place for it um i love riding it i think it's fantastic but um you know to pre-ride the course several days prior it's just uh it might be a little much for sure so i'm sure at the end of the year it could be something that could be reviewed um you know i'm sure they'll try to do something to try to keep it you know a little riders it's probably time to start looking into that yeah, right. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, Walker, we're going to let you go. But before we let you go, have you heard anything? Of, uh, have you been hearing any rumbling around the pits about this, you know, split line off road uh, fantasy that's going on? <laughs> um, you're getting picked for a lot of the teams, um, even though we have you at a negative one handicap. Uh, <laughs> you're still getting you're still getting picked quite a bit. <laughs> Yeah, so how does that work? Like, they lose points if they pick me? No. No, no. So you're, you're more of like a guaranteed, like... A, a, a safe pick. A safe pick. So so if you get first, you get second place points. If, at right a negative now. one. Yeah. At okay. a negative one. Yeah. So, because if you don't finish inside the top 20, you get zero points. Yeah. So basically what we've made it is to where guys that are kind of on the bubble of finishing in the top 20, those are the guys that are like the big risk, big reward. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we've seen scores upwards of like 59 points because they get bonus points if they finish, you know, if they're handicapped push. Exactly. Exactly. So it's kind of fun and it kind of gives people incentives to to swing for the fences and maybe go for a guy that's right right there on the borderline. Yeah, no doubt. But hopefully everyone picked me for wild work because I'd say straight years. That's oh. right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, trust me. Trust me. Uh, the negative one handicap is not uh, affecting your pick rate. <laughs> yeah. So I saw that uh, Ben Kelly went to negative two. Um, when when do the quad guys start being even higher negative? So if you start racking off a couple wins in a row, well, yeah. if if you if you would do something like you did, um, what year was that when you almost went undefeated? We might have to make you like a negative ten. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's worth one point. Actually, how about this? We will give you a point not to pick him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The more guaranteed you are, and the yeah. bike guys. Before before it's over, we might even take we might have to take Ben Kelly off the list completely. It, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. You know, he just doesn't count. Yeah, he yeah. just doesn't count. But uh, no, it's been fun. We've had a lot of people playing so far, and uh, well, good. Yeah, we're gonna have a website here soon, so um, um, we expect to see. Was 
playing. I don't know if that's fair. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you. Hey, I'm I'm number one, Walker. I mean. <laughs> Yeah. What can you say? <laughs> I don't get any inside yeah, that's information. Like inviting everyone over to your house for like some, you know, like poker night, and at the end of the night, you just have a stack of chips because <laughs> you just you got the you got the switch under the table when the cards are gonna get hot. That's yeah. Right. Tr- trust me, if it was fixed, <laughs> I'd be winning. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's all, uh, it's, you know, no one knows. Yeah, that's absolutely. Right. Well, hey, Walker, buddy. Again, as always, we appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast, and I appreciate you answering all six of our phone calls after uh, after. The the service uh, uh belly flopped it's funny i literally have three bars of service and then it'll just go over so i don't know what it is it's like nope six minutes that's enough yeah so, yeah, uh, yeah yep. thanks for having me while i do have service and uh thanks everyone for tuning in and hopefully uh yeah your numbers continue to grow and yeah you guys are a, a big so we definitely appreciate it and we're gonna Head into Georgia and see if we can't get another one down. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck. Yeah, good luck this weekend, man. And uh, man, I'm sorry that we don't get to have our uh, post uh, podcast chat. So uh, yeah. I, I'm, oh, I'm no missing worries. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, phone works both ways, right? I can call you guys anytime. You can call me whenever. So just let me know. There you go, man. All right, All right. man. Good luck this weekend and uh, uh, have a good evening. All righty, you guys too. Take care. All right, All right later, too. bud. Bye. <sighs> seven times. Yeah, seven times. Man, he's always a good conversation. That was almost a seven-time phone call. Seven-time phone calls. <laughs> one phone call per championship. Once we got to seven, we had to cut it off. <laughs> so right now, we're going to go ahead and jump right in to our next segment. It's the featured segment of the night, the Seal Savers giveaway. This is going to be the... Um, um, what do we call it? The Guess, Guess Who, Who Moto, Moto Edition. Uh, joining us is my lovely wife, <laughs> Brittany Cooper. Um, uh, she is the the best Cooper of the show. You gotta put the headset you on. Put the headset on. <laughs> I'm glad you came. I've been crying for hours. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> so let me ask you a question before we get this started. Do you know what Walker Fowler looks like? Yes. You do. Yeah. Who who won this weekend for the quads? Walker Fowler. Okay, let's <laughs> make it sure. Scoot closer to the mic. <laughs> I'm just making sure. I sound I sound pretty loud. Well, in, sound- in, in the headphones you do yeah, sound. Yeah, okay. headphones yeah. you sound a little bit okay. louder. So uh, this game, we kind of came up with this game. Um, uh, we've been playing this game our whole lives, pretty right. much. But <laughs> what it is is we've. Um, you know, you see somebody out at the mall with a Fox Racing T-shirt on, and you see them wearing like their DP Brakes hat, and you wonder, like, wonder what the class they race, right? Is, is that guy a champion? Is that guy a champion? Well, tonight we are, <laughs> we have turned this into a game, so we are going to show you a picture of five riders, and, and if right. You're... If you're listening on Spotify, guys, sorry. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening on Spotify, go back to Facebook and watch the replay or YouTube and watch the replay. <laughs> right. So we're going to bring up a picture of five riders. And these are uh, obviously the empty spots. And then you have classes that each one of these riders are in. Now, all of our competitors have are, are ATV riders. So <laughs> the bike guys didn't want to participate. Maybe next, next time they'll participate <laughs> because you got an awesome. So if she picks more than one, right, we're going to flip a coin or something. Okay. Um, because, uh, we got an awesome prize to give away for whoever she picks. Right. So basically what it is, is here is your competitors <laughs> right here. 
These are them. And we are going, so number one, two, three, four, and five. Our competitors are going to be listed in order of from top to bottom, left to right. So left, top, right, top, and then your three on the bottom. And that's how you are going to organize these. Right. So here's your classes. We have five classes. We have a vet class rider. Didn't say... Um, didn't say what class, but he is a vet, vet rider. We have a college A ATV rider along with a college or a schoolboy senior bike rider, both the same rider. Um, we Wait, have, I thought, I thought you said they were all ATV riders. Well, they are, but then this guy is also a bike rider. Oh, okay. We have a XC2 ATV rider. He was thrown in. He's not actually not a competitor. He's thrown in. <laughs> um, we have a C class rider and then we have a guy that graduated from C class last year and is now in B class. So, looking at these pictures, <laughs> Brittany, give us your honest interpretation on who you think is in what class. Okay, do I have to start with the multicolored fly racer? You do not. You can talk, just, just be as, uh, um, as descriptive as possible when you're talking about right. these guys. Okay, I'm going to say that guy in the spy shirt is vet class okay okay that's number two yeah number two is vet class okay okay that's okay go ahead okay so I'm process gonna, of elimination isn't it yes <laughs> i'm going to say guy in the lower left corner the guy with the bass i'm gonna say that guy is the xc2 atv Okay. 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 <laughs> Am I doing well? Can I get a hint? No, no hint. we can't give you hints. Just can't okay. give you hints. You don't get a phone call. You're doing you don't great. Get a phone to You're friend. doing great. The voice is great on the show. Beautiful voice. <laughs> okay. Man, I'm, he's really digging deep for them points. <laughs> I'm gonna say that fly racer, multicolored, upper left corner. Bottom, oh, oh, up here, up here, okay, here, with, with the neck brace on. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to say uh, C-class. Okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. And and then, what do I have left? I have College A. Mm -hmm. The guy that rides both dirt bikes and quads. College A, quads, and schoolboy senior bike. Okay. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say camo hoodie. Um, I don't know. I might switch. This is throwing me off. So I have these two left. I'm gonna say. So one went was C class last year. Went to B class, right. correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm gonna say black, blue, gray. Went to from B, C to B. Okay. And I'm gonna say friend in the hoodie. He's um, college A, senior boy, schoolboy bike. <laughs> did she get one right? I think she one, did. We one. have one winner. The rider, right? We have which one? Wait, time out. We have two winners. Okay. We have two winners that we're gonna have to flip a coin for. Are you sure? Yes, we do. Okay, Brittany. What? Where's Where's the applause button? You know uh, that button's better than I do because she did a good job. That. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we have. In the upper right-hand corner, 
Number one rider in the multicolored gear, Tyler McNabb, is a C-class rider. You are right. <laughs> I got that right. You are right. Doug Kirk, our friend Doug Kirk, number two in the spy shirt. He is a vet-class rider. Those are the two that you got right. I think those were easy. Congratulations. What, what makes well, it? No, no, I mean, dirt. Wow, Doug. Brandon. Kirk. Kirk. <laughs> Kirk. I mean, he's Doug. Doug, vet, Doug looks guy, like a vet-class rider. <laughs> it's the beard. It's, it's the right. beard. Okay, and in the lower left-hand corner josh wader right here he is not your xc2 rider he <laughs> is your c class last year and b class this year rider i don't with believe the bass this. I don't believe this. <laughs> maybe he's a fast b class rider i think so he yeah. looks like it <laughs> <laughs> and then in the lower middle we have brandon owens friend of the show oh! <laughs> last week Finished what? What did he finish uh, in Big Buck? Uh, he won. He, he, well, no, he got second. second, second he sorry. got second yeah. in XC2, but right. 12th overall? Yeah, something like that. 12th overall in ATVs is in the middle. Uh, Brandon Owens, he's your XC2 rider. Mm. And then your third and final rider, David Hawkins, he's your College A ATV slash schoolboy senior bike rider. Great. So, <laughs> congratulations. Uh, so, we got to pick a winner here. Um, let's, uh, we got to pick a winner between, between Doug and Tyler. So you get the honors. I'm going to, Doug Kirk just commented on Facebook, so he might be mad that you called him. Of, oh, that no. He looked like no, he's not mad. He's not mad. Um, um, vet rider. D Doug is a cool guy. I <laughs> <laughs> Doug said, dang, I'm old compared to the other riders. <laughs> that's right. That's what I was saying. Okay. Everybody else is like baby faced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, give it to Tyler. That's who I was going to pick. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Doug. Tyler we appreciate it. Tyler McNabb. Tyler McNabb, you are the winner of the Seal Savers. Uh, he's an mm. ATV, so he's going to get some, some coil savers. And uh, thank you all for being a fun part of this podcast. Uh, we got to do that again. That was yeah. fun. That that worked out, I think, exactly how we wanted it to. We'll have to have another podcast so she can actually say how she picked what made her pick. Like, the face, the gear, what actually made her choose these guys. But that's a whole other podcast. Can I just say that when <laughs> you all raced, one of my favorite things besides the racing was people watching. <laughs> so, that's why I think yeah. she'd be the perfect person yeah. for this. And I feel like, you know, if we get riders' wives to come on the show, I feel like they have probably perfected that art because they're in the yeah. uh the pits week in and week out and they see the gear combos right. they see the, they, i'll tell you what man sometimes you just don't know they see the guy they see the guy sitting over in the corner smoking the marble before he gets on the line yeah fanny pack and a pack of cigarettes fanny pack pack cigarette roll of duct tape on the bike and That's let's right. go a class a class yeah exactly exactly oh, well thank you so much for being a part of this first uh game show that we had <laughs> Thank you. Like Oprah, <laughs> like you get a prize and you get a prize. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's my lovely wife, guys. Uh, appreciate being a good sport and uh, hopping on the show with us. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to get into our final uh, topic of the show. We're going to be uh, having Jordan Ashburn, XC1 Pro, coming on the line. Um, uh, you know, I want to get Jordan's opinion on a lot of things, on the racing in general and um, – Get his uh, opinion while everybody's getting get hurt. his opinion on it as well. Jordan has been a rock when it comes to this XC1 class for oh, the past yeah. several years. The uh, diesel, man. Yeah, the diesel. And I, I want to know how he feels about being called that. Yeah, um, I don't know. He, he might not like it. I don't know. Yeah. 
I no. tell you what, if he's diesel, his stock price is up right now. Gas is dollars <laughs> no, a no doubt. no doubt. So we're going to get him on the phone now, and we're going to talk to him um, about this season and just being a pro and, um, uh, you know, just the solid finishes that he's able to put in and put right. in uh, each and every weekend. Hello? Hello. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jordan. How's it going? Hey, it's Cooper and Brandon from the Split Line Show. Uh, hey, man, thanks for coming on the show tonight. We really appreciate your time and uh, uh, hanging on while we were uh, kind of uh, getting through our show tonight. <laughs> oh, that's all good. So, uh, yeah, dude, we appreciate you uh, being on here and talking to us tonight. Um, you how know, you feeling? Yeah. How, how, how's the body feel after that uh, brutal race uh, in Wild Boar? Man, I'm still sore. <laughs> it's like Wednesday, and I'm still feeling it. <laughs> but they said that those those uh, rollers and stuff out there got pretty nasty. It was just, I don't know. I thought it was going to be pretty dusty, and it ended up uh, chewing down pretty far. And, uh, man, it was just hard to get a – there was zero flow. I mean, it was just smashing through whoops all day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And uh, how did how did um, so you got out front right early? You got the whole shot right? I, I, I did. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. So um, how how did it look on the first lap going through? I mean, with clear track um, compared to the uh, towards the end of the race. Uh, I don't think it. I mean, honestly, it didn't change. Real, I don't know. I guess it didn't change a whole lot. Mm -hmm. um, I mean. Obviously, I guess it was rougher at the end. I mean, I was tireder. It was uh, physically tougher. But I think the section near the pits and stuff, I think it probably deteriorated more than anything because it was a little more black dirt, and uh, it got more square-edged and, like, chopped out. Okay. Yeah, yeah so, I, yeah, I mean, it's definitely – you know, GNCC is you really kind of have that one race a year where where it is the the uh, the sand whoop section and, and just the rough, rough, uh, sandy race. And then the rest of the year is in the in the clay, the soil, the mud. Um, and, and, and Jordan, you're really good at all of it. Uh, because I mean, you know, we know that you've been called like the rock that's always right there, uh, always putting in consistent rides. And, and you know, maybe this year more than ever, that's kind of what it's going to take to 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 be able to to bid for a championship and um bid for race race wins as well yeah i don't know uh i, I mean i guess over time like i used to be better in just the mud conditions but i, I guess i have kind of uh acquired a, a broader skill set over the years and and kind of tried to uh tried to be better on the places that i didn't like i used to hate the sand and i can't say that i like it now but I, I don't mind it as much as I used to. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Jo are, you're from, are you from Tennessee? Or yeah, we have no okay. sand in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. think so. I didn't, I didn't think so. I didn't we think don't so. have any sand in West Virginia either, so <laughs> don't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we call you the diesel. Is that, is that all right? Because I, I call you the diesel a lot because you remind me of a, just a diesel motor just – Plug along, just man. Along just trugging along, yeah. and and you always end up on the podium. 
Uh, it goes good with me. That's good with you. <laughs> yeah, well, so we were talking. We've been talking about this for so long, and um, you know, we watch the racer TV broadcast a lot, and and I, I've I've kind of gotten a sense. It's like, man, okay. He he's always on the podium and he's always being talked about being the guy that's always there. But I have a feeling that you're like, okay, I'm tired of hearing that and I'm ready to hear about like how I'm the best. Right. And uh, uh, is that kind of like where you're at in your career? It's like, okay, it's time to take the next step to the level. You know, I don't, I've never been a guy that's in the limelight, like in the, in the spotlight of anything. And I'm totally good with that. I like to be the guy in the shadows, just always lurking around and, Oh, where'd he come from? Well, I've just kind of been right here the whole time. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of my, my outlook all the time. So, <laughs> and honestly, I think that's what it's going to take um, this year um, with with every with the whole class thinning out kind of right now um, to be consistent like you are and be there every weekend because um, it seems like right now like there's like what six guys out or five to six guys out now out of the XC one. Yeah, there's a bunch of guys down right now. It's man, it's terrible. Like it's been a, it's been a crazy year, really. Mm-hmm. And it's I only mean, been two races. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just, uh, yeah, being consistent and trying to just, uh, you know, if you if you've got it, if you don't have a good day, you're not feeling good, just 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 go with it. You know, go with how you feel on the track. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we just had Walker Fowler on and, and he was kind of giving his opinion on, on, on the situation and everything. And it seems like, <clears throat> so we've had like what five top, top riders mm-hmm. go down in the past two weeks. And, and it seems like there could be a lot of reasons when it comes to play as to, as to why, um, what is your theory on why we're having accidents like this and injuries like this, um, this year, particularly and, and kind of in the more recent future or more recent uh, past, you know, I don't know specifically this year, but like, I know, I know in the past few years, maybe just, there's just so much pressure on everybody. Like everybody wants to come out swinging and do the best they can. And, uh, it's just, it's dog eat dog. I mean, we're all <laughs> fighting for the same positions and, you know, and, we're all riding at the top of the level. I mean, it's just going all out every weekend and training hard all season for the first of the series. It's just sometimes it just gets crazy when the race starts and, uh, you know, we just are going all out. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's kind of what Brandon and I kind of alluded to, like in the past, you know, it, it seems like ever since like Caleb Russell kind of stepped up the the whole level of the game, it seems like, it's turned into a sprint almost for three hours. And when you're riding at the tip of the spear of that type of speed for that long of time, it obviously creates more time for, for uh, situations to happen. And then it seems like more than ever, which is a good thing. A good problem that we have is the fact of of the, all of the bikes that are on the track. um, And then you guys end up inevitably getting into (laughs) a lot of lap traffic as well. Yeah, I would say that uh, I would say I agree that past two years, especially that the numbers in the series seems to there's been a lot more people racing and that definitely plays a role in in our speed. Like when we're trying to go all out and it's all on us, that's one thing. But when you throw lappers into the mix who you're coming up on them so fast, they don't even know what to do. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of times I don't even rev at people because I don't even I don't even want them to try to get out of my way. I'll right. dare try to get around them before they even know I'm coming. Right. Oh, wow. I never even thought about that. don't yeah. even know. 
You know, it's like they're like, especially at Florida this weekend. Like I know almost all the guys that got hurt this weekend, all, all collided with lappers. And mm-hmm. it was, if I revved at somebody this weekend, it was like, they just went, they would like either look back or wing around or just get really squirrely. And then mm-hmm. it was just, you had, I'd have to come to a stop sometimes to not run into somebody. Yeah. Just I think it to, kind of scares just, them. It's like, it's crazy. Cause they probably really, I mean, they probably hear you, but they probably don't hear you coming up so fast cause you're coming so fast. And then you rabbit are like, Oh my God, someone's right there beside <laughs> me. So. Yeah. And it's, it's not anybody's intent to try to mess up anybody, any of anybody else's race. So they want to get out of the way. I mean, they can't always do it mm-hmm. in the right spot. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's tough. It is tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely creates for, for a situation, um, you know, bad situations. And I know that I guess a lot of the guys that are in these classes that are getting lapped, um, they're not really even wanting to be in that race, but they've kind of pointed out of the morning race to where they're now, they're now having to, to do battle with the baddest guys in the business. Yeah. And to, I mean, from what I see, like the morning race is so pat it's worse it's way worse than our race yeah like yeah. twice as bad so i mean i couldn't even imagine trying like for the wxc riders trying to get through everybody like right. they're constantly passing somebody almost every inch of the track <laughs> yeah it, it's complete it's crazy i i never i i mean i kind of understand why they do it but I, like you would think that they would do like the morning race like start with your just your either your top B rider or your A rider and like let the afternoon be like XE one. Let two, the women's be in the women, afternoon. Yeah. Like all oh, that would, you know, separate you guys. At least that way everybody's on a, the pro level when you guys are out there. I mean, that's my opinion, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like, I think it, I'm, I can't remember the exact schedule. They did it, the Ironman last year, but they tried to, they changed it up there because of the amount of people, mm-hmm. which it was that rain event and all that anyways. But I'd like to know how that would work on like a good weekend, like yeah. a, a nice race weekend. And cause I think the youth were on Saturday and they had three big bike races Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it would have to help. I mean, we can't, I know with some of the women have talked about racing in the afternoon before, and I, I don't know exactly why or what, what that would take to make that all happen or if all of them want to do it or what, but I mean, it just trying to get all the classes in the right, uh, race would really really i think help out yeah yeah, yeah so sure. when we talked to rachel archer um last year she was all for it yeah <laughs> she, yeah she was she was yeah. uh she, she was having the same issues c- yeah because she was she was dealing with those same issues and uh um but uh you know a lot of these tracks are tight and technical and it makes it hard to even get around those lappers um and and w- when you describe your style of riding do you feel like you're what do you I guess prefer prefer or like better is that is it that tight technical type of riding or more of the the GP open um, open throttle type of riding? Uh, definitely the more technical type is more my my style. I've grew up more with that stuff. I mean, uh, the tracks are all there's not much of that left. I mean, honestly, we have. Uh, I would say. I mean, this is even bad to say, but like a tighter technical type track is John Penton. I mean, that's one of the older style, older GNCC races. And it's a little bit uh, different than, you know, some of the other ones we have now, but 
I prefer those type of tracks more than the fast tracks for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, um, do you ride a 450 or a 350? Because I know some of you guys like to switch back and forth, or not really switch back and forth, but I ride a 450. Okay. I did last year too. Um, I think that did that ride a 350 or did he go back to the 450? I think the Husky guys are all on 350. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I know because uh, KTM and Husky make 450, 350. So I was curious because I ride the 450. And then me and people, um, a couple buddies, we always talk about which one was better, the 350 or the 450 in the woods. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, um, but anyways, uh, so you're, you're running the National Enduros and stuff? Uh, not the National Enduros. Now I'm going to do uh, select hard Enduros this year. Oh. That's, that's what I did last year. So. Nice, nice. Uh, Brandon just uh, curled his nose a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't, I don't know Where how. Where bikes you, go to die. Right? I don't know how you guys do that stuff, man. Like, I like watching on YouTube and watching you guys do it, but uh, me, myself, personally, <laughs> I'm no good at it. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's a different skill set. It's it's a learning experience. Every time I do one, It's I'm trying to – I mean, some of those races are – four and a half five hours mm-hmm. I mean, they're wow. absolutely brutal yeah have you tried the one in um uh wildwood uh um lake raceway i think it's like the hard hunt 100 or hard 50 or something it's in ohio oh the yeah i did it last year okay i got fourth there last year it was really muddy last year yeah okay I, I, for some reason i thought you did because i think ryan sipes was talking yeah. about that and uh stuff so mm-hmm. Yeah, I tell you, man, hats off to you guys. You guys to do that because, man, I just that takes a whole different skill set. It almost <laughs> reminds me of like a, a tri- trials bikes. Yeah. Have you ever spent any time on any of those trial bikes? I've got one actually. Do oh, you really? Yeah, yeah I, I cross train on ones uh, at home a lot when I'm in Tennessee. <laughs> okay, so okay, so how do you do? You feel like that translates really well to making you a better gncc rider i think doing everything makes you a better Mm -hmm. gncc rider or doing everything makes you better at everything else Mm -hmm. i mean i think one if you ride one discipline all the time you you're only probably going to be good at one discipline Mm -hmm. like it's hard to hard to go to something else so i think sykes really highlighted that when he started doing that a few years ago and uh man it's awesome but I, that's what I like to do. Uh, I do quite a bit on the trials bike at home, and uh, I mean I don't ride it a ton, but it's fun to get on it and you know go spend an hour and a half and just it's just such slow speed, such technique type stuff. There's just a lot to learn there. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's really a lot. Um, so what what um, I'll just throw it out there. What's your opinion on the electric bikes? What do you like? Do you like those? Um, have you ever got the ride one or I've rode one once, I think, but I don't know. I, I don't think I ever want to give up no gasoline stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm worked there with you. Uh, it, it sounds really cool. Like, especially for like uh, big cities or where there's not a ro- lot of places to ride. I think you can probably get away with a little bit more cause they're quiet and stuff. But uh, for... I think it's almost like another discipline you could add to dirt bikes. Like, cause it, yeah. it is something you could ride. You could go and like, a wooded area in the middle of the city and ride it nobody even know you're there exactly yeah um, so i mean that's i think it's pretty cool i want yeah. i want to get one to take hunting <laughs> oh yeah yeah i mean i i'm with you though as far as like you know 
Brandon and I have talked about this on, on a lot of levels. The fact that, you know, the sound and the smell of the races is kind of half of the, it's a lot of the experience when it comes to, when it comes to racing. And then, you know, you talk about the lapper problems. Could you imagine if nobody could hear you coming ever? You talk about really scaring people. <laughs> I was talking with uh, Ryan Stotts about that. Actually, of course, his son, Jack is on the 50 now and he's on one of the electric fifties. And he's like, it's so boring going to the track and like watching him ride because there's no noise. Right. Yeah. You don't hear, you don't smell, you don't feel the the fuel, like the gas, the smell, like it's just electric noise. Like it's it's just the strangest thing. Yeah, but a chain slap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's just crazy. Um, I, like you said, I think it's going to bring a whole different uh, gener like a, a whole different dynamic of a rider. Um, could, I guess so. These guys uh, in Baltimore and stuff aren't riding their two strokes or up and down the road and getting in trouble. They can ride their electric bikes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so going into uh, the next round at the general, uh, we heard there's potential for rain uh, on the Racer TV broadcast. We we heard the quote that Jordan likes the mud. Um, you know. Are you looking forward to this next race coming up, uh, regardless of whether there's mud or not? Uh, is that a track that you like? Yeah, I typically, I don't love it. In the, but I mean, I've been going there for so long. Like, it's one of those tracks, like, I don't even know if I could. Yeah, I've been going there since I was in mini, minis, like a KX100 2005 or six. So it's one of those places like I've been there so long. Like I, I've rode every type of terrain that place has had muddy, dry, everything in between. So I don't think this weekend will be a washout by no means. I think it'll be just a really nut, really gnarly rutted out, uh, old school type GNCC. So I, from that standpoint, I do look forward to it because I enjoy the more, those technical tracks like that. And I think it'll be one of those where there's going to be a lot of lines to choose and, you know, one of those days you just gotta gotta pick your way around the track, and uh, probably can't take the same lines all day. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's that's pretty much the half of the race right there is choosing different lines, right? Yeah, and and it is somewhat. So I know some guys talked about like before, like when I ride the track on the e-bike and stuff, I look at lines on the track and. You know, I pick out my lines or whatever, and it seems like sometimes, the, the, of course, later in the race, those lines change, and you got to switch stuff up. And uh, sometimes that can get you into trouble too, because you'll hit stuff or find stuff off the track that you didn't necessarily ever see before. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, you talk about the e-biking and bringing that up. That's something that Brandon and I just talked about a few minutes ago as to the potential. I don't want to say problem, right? But like. Um, a factor, a factor for mm -hmm. sure. Uh, you guys with the e-bikes are now capable of, of riding these tracks almost as many laps as you end up racing them. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Like the, the ability to where the sport has kind of evolved and the, it, it, to have the ability to, to preview the track, preview the track and almost memorize it so many times. You know, it's, it, it, it has its pluses and, but like, I would be totally fine with previewing the track one time and done on like Sunday morning. Let's ride it one time. I'm done. Mm -hmm. But like, it's, it gives you so much time on the track. You can, you can over evaluate the track. Mm -hmm. Like okay. at the end of the day, the track's not going to be what you're going to race at the end of the day. Right. No matter how many times you look at it or memorize it, whatever, it's going to be different. So, uh, it's, 
they're great for the sport because I mean they they bring in so much money into the GNCC series. So I mean I don't think think we're going to see us go without them. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's just something we have to adapt to and go on with. Right. Now, okay, do you, when it comes to uh, just your preference, do you like being able to know exactly what the track, like at least the layout itself looks like? Or when you're at races, um, I forget what series it is that you're not, like the first time you see the track is when you race it. National Enduro. The National Enduro, is that, okay. When you're running like uh, a National Enduro style race, or do you prefer or enjoy even the kind of like the, uh, the, the learning the track as you're going. Um, I like to know, you know, I like to know where I'm going for for the most part, at least kind of have a good idea of like, you know, we got a field section at the, what, whatever mile markers coming up and, you know, and then you can kind of piece the track together by knowing where, what sections you're at going around the track. That's kind of nice to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, um, so I think we've been calling it on here. Um, we're calling for you to win a race this year. Um, we've been saying it yeah. since uh, since the beginning of the the speeds there, the consistency's <laughs> there. It's all got to fall together, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. You know, it's 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 coming. I hope, and I'm not gonna push it. You know, it's just like one of those things. Like if I feel good, and the day's coming, and we're gonna do it, we'll go for it. But right. it's just uh, it's one of those things. Like I don't know. It's just I'm all about being consistent. I want to race the whole series. I right. want to be yeah. here every every event. So yeah, that's, that's that's my number one focus. That's right. that's the thing that uh, seems to be the biggest the biggest challenge so far right this now. year. And um, um, it's funny because that Brandon mentioned that Brandon. Um, we always we always do picks at the end of the uh, at the end of the show before uh, a pre race show, and um, Brandon has basically decided. <laughs> Brandon's basically decided Calling this year he, he's 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 picking Jordan. Uh, he's picking Jordan until. Jordan wins one because he's saying that it's, it's definitely happened this year. And I agree man. this, this year, um, uh, um, you know, like it or like it or not, you, you've basically almost become the biggest competitor to Ben, to Ben Kelly, uh, at this point. Um, and you were right there at the beginning of the season as well, but now kind of almost putting an explanation point on it. Yeah. Yeah. The first round was good. Uh, at, at South Carolina, I mean, we, we were pretty close at the, by the end of the race and, uh, I was kind of got a pretty bad start the first round and just took me a while to get going. And Ben and Josh got away early and I didn't really know what speed nobody was running all day and just kind of was there. And then towards the end, we kind of worked our way up and I think we we're 40, 50 seconds from Ben at the end of that race. And, you know, this weekend, Ben really put it on us. He was, he was ripping the sand. He was really on it, but, you know, I think we got races we can definitely compete, you know, possibly for wins and 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 that's the goal. I mean, that's what we want to do in the end is uh is put the back on top of the podium. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you was um are you think where you need to maybe improve is like at the beginning of the race, middle or the end of the race? Uh I'd say especially from this last weekend, the last like last lap I was smoked. I mean, I just felt like the track was so demanding and if I could have managed a little better, maybe I'd have had a little more at the end to hold off Joseph, but, mm-hmm. uh, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, it's just every race strategy is a little different. So you got to kind of adapt a little bit to, 
to where you're going, I think sometimes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, Hey, I got a question for you. <laughs> we, uh, so we have recreated a GNCC fantasy, uh, game and I'm wondering, uh, cause you're picked quite a bit ought to be on people's teams. And I'm wondering, have you, have you heard anything about that yet? Has anybody asked you like, are you a good pick for this round or, or anything <laughs> like that? <laughs> No, actually, I haven't. Oh wow! Well, okay, We're so have to step this up is the game. well. This is only the second round. This is only the second round uh, or, or post second round right. that we've been doing it. So hopefully, it's going to be catching on. Uh, Walker said people were talking to him about it a little bit, but uh, um, yeah, you're you're kind of a, uh, a big pick trend when it comes to uh, week in and week out uh, on the old fantasy game. Sweet, I like the sound of that. <laughs> Yeah, so basically what the game is is we, we give everybody uh, handicaps. So it kind of incentivizes riders or uh, players to pick guys that could potentially uh, finish right around the bubble mark, which is the top 20. And if if they finish outside the top 20, they get zero points. If they finish inside the top 20, they can get huge points. But then guys like you are your more solid picks. And uh, we force everybody to pick one rider from the top five uh, for a solid pick, and uh, uh, yeah, you're 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 kind of at the top of the list when it comes to that, rightfully so. <laughs> Sweet, that's pretty cool. So yeah, I, I seen you guys were doing that. I wasn't exactly sure how the rule how that was all working. Yeah, yeah. If you ever if you've ever heard of or played uh, Pulp Fantasy, it kind of runs a little bit similar to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've not done it myself, but. Uh, yeah, that's pretty sweet. So I have one, one, one last question for you. So when are we going to see a do it for Dale bike? Since you run the number three, the three looks good. The three looks really good, <laughs> and just black oh, it out, that's, intimidator look. That's a good question. We'll have to have to see see what we can do on that. That's pretty. We've talked. I've talked about it before with all my buddies. We've messed around like, yeah, you're like you're going to run the one two seven or the three because I've got the three last year too. I'm like, man, three. You've got to do it for Dale. So. That's right. <laughs> You gotta run the number three. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We we've the, I don't know what makes that three just look good on a bike, but I've always been a fan of it, right. and, and uh, uh, you're repping it really well. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have to get yeah. like an intimidator right on the back of his helmet, get one of those custom helmets. Like, yeah, it, hey, <laughs> hey, I tell you what, with the with the consistency and the speed, uh, it, it's got to be pretty intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh it's all good. So, uh, hey, before we let you go, we have a question that we ask everybody that comes on the show um, for the first time, and it's probably the hardest question of the show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you had to pick one fast food restaurant and one uh, candy for the rest of your life, what would it be? Hmm. It's hard to beat a cheeseburger, so probably five guys. Okay. And Snickers. It's oh, pretty easy question for me. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Man, we've had people struggle with this question, yeah. though. Man, he was like right on it. <laughs> right on it. I he love knows it. What, oh, a man yeah. that knows what he likes, that's for sure. <laughs> I seen. I, I was so tempted by five guys today, so I, I was right on my mind. <laughs> I mean, that's a good recovery meal, right? Get all the <laughs> Oh, bars. for sure. We, we actually went to Red Robin, so it, oh. it, yeah. Endless fries, <laughs> bottomless fries, man. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Hey, Jordan, uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. Uh, like, again, good luck this season. We're excited to, to watch you race, watch you battle it out up front. And, um, uh, yeah, man, we look forward to uh, potentially talking to you down the road. Hey, after the first win, we got to have you on, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Well, we'll talk to you down the road. And, again, uh, thanks again for coming on. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. We'll talk to you down the road. All right, see you. All right, bye.
Yeah. All right, Jordan Ashburn. Yeah. Good interview. I'm glad he likes my Intimidator. My uh, Dale Earnhardt Do It For Dale bike. That's pretty cool. I'm not sure if he'd be a fan of it or not. I'm sure you're not the first person to ask him. I know, but you know. <laughs> no, the, the, the three does look good on the it bike. Does. And, it looks and, really good. And, uh, you know, going into um, – Going into the general, I'm excited to see, you know, what he brings to the table to Ben Kelly. Um, I, I, you know, obviously Ben won by four minutes, but I that, felt like that that track. It separates. Separates people. Because um, some people are saying riders, like you were saying, some people aren't. And it's just a brutal track. Yeah, and you never know what's going to happen there. Right. And and but I think that uh, obviously Jordan has the speed to run up front. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't really think that you – People that, that say that, you know, uh, Ben's going to win every race um, uh, barring no mechanicals or, mm-hmm. or any problems, I, I don't know, man. I think that no. I think that people like Jordan have the speed to keep up with him. Right. Um, um, I, I just think that, that Florida is just kind of – Florida is kind of like your – Kind of like your Daytona of Supercross, right. where it's kind of the outlier of the rest of the series. So you really can't – I don't know if you can take a lot out of it as far as what you can see in the future. Right, right. So my, my question for you is, so with everybody being gone, if we would do our picks right now, which I already get my picks in my mind because I know it's coming real quick. Uh-huh. But your top five. Um, who's your top five? Top five? Why top are we doing? Five. Why are we doing top five? Just because, <laughs> because I, 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 want, five. I want you to I want you to dig deep and think of XC top five XC one bikes. Top five XC one bikes. Did, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure that only like nine XC one bikes finished this past weekend. So that's a that's a tough pick. Right. It really is because you know if you talk about top five guys, um, like if we talk about overall, we'll throw Mike Witkowski in there, right? And um, um, potentially like Cody Barnes. Like if um, Mike White, if if Witkowski wasn't doing Going so well, like you ever thought maybe like boop, like oh let's go to XC one. Well, yeah, I you mean, know what I mean. I mean, he'd definitely be a podium contender uh, for sure. But I mean, I guess if we're gonna do top five right now, I would say Ben Kelly, uh, Jordan Ashburn. I would say um, uh, you know you gotta think of <laughs> Craig Toth. Toth, but Toth is you know when it, with him coming off of uh, that that heat stroke type right. of situation that might hold him back this coming round. I'm thinking that this is going to be a round where I think Craig DeLong is going to end up finishing on the podium. What about Lane Michael? Isn't Lane still hurt? Is he still? Is he, he fin- still down? I don't know if he finished that. Oh, okay. I don't know if he. I don't know what happened to him. I um, uh, at the Wild Boar. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> and, and then so and then Grant. Yeah, Grant Baylor. He's so, been quiet all year. Grant's been quiet this year. Mm-hmm. Grant's been quiet this year. But I think, you know, I would say that that's your top five. For the weekend, I'm going to say – I'm going to say Ashburn's oh, going to win. Oh, dude, you're stealing it from me. <laughs> I'm going to say me. Ashburn's going to win. Uh, ben Kelly's second. And I- I'm going to call Craig DeLong on the podium. Oh, wow. Okay, well, mine was a little similar. Um, I was going to say Ashburn for the win. I would put Toth on the podium had that's, it not been for the situation last week. I'm still weekend. putting Toth on the podium. Really? I, I, he's got the speed. As long He said he was good. Um, got some IVs in him. Um, recovery probably pretty good this yeah. week. Probably hydrating really well. Um, so I think I, I think it's going to be Ashburn. I think of Bollinger, too. Yeah, yeah, Bollinger's riding really well. He's right there as far as, yeah. uh, you know, I'd, say, I'd, I'd put, put him, him in a four to five guy. Yeah. For sure. Um, but uh, Ashburn, Kelly, and Totha would be my podium this week. Um, just because I um, I think Ashburn's got it in him. Yeah. I've been saying it. I've been saying it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think I think all the European guys are gone. I think um, – uh, what was the other guy's name? Steve Hol- – Her- Holcomb? 
Holcomb. Holcomb. Yes, I think for I'm thinking that he went ahead and went back over as well early. Oh, he may wow. have gotten hurt, or I mean, it's just it's rough this year. Um, but uh, um, yeah, I, I think that's going to be my my podium for the weekend is going to be. I think uh, might be my podium for the rest of the year. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, no doubt. Hey, speaking of calling races, did I? I just happen to think, didn't I call? Uh, Hogue to win the uh, Daytona Supercross. Uh, I, mean, I but thought he I did, but he, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. So, but he came but close. I, but I did call Restrelli, uh You called it, Restrelli. but he was on the you know he was you know on podium. Yeah, he on the podium. Um, he was on the podium. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he didn't win or anything <laughs> like that. But. Who do you got for your uh, ATV uh, oh, podium? Man. That's gonna be a slugfest. But you know what? I'm gonna go Devin Feehan for the win. Walker Fowler second. Bryson Neal third. Why do you keep calling him Feehan? Like, I don't know. Like it's, a hockey player it's or fun, something. It's fun to say. <laughs> Feehan. It's like Wayne Gretzky yeah, it's like and Feehan? Devin Feehan. <laughs> Jeez. Feehan. <laughs> so you're calling Devin for his first win? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, Devin's been on the podium a lot lately. I, I couldn't really argue with the reason why. Um, I just get tired of saying Fowler. Did you say, did you say Walker second? Yeah. I just get tired of saying Fowler and uh, Neil. See, we always pick we always pick the guy that, that was on the show that day to win. <laughs> to win. Um, um, but... I ah, man, it's gonna. I think it's gonna end up being a slugfest again. Um, I, I really would like to see what Devin could do if Devin got up there um, early and ha- and was able to keep that pace. Um, you know, uh, you got the sneaky snake and Jared McClure. Mm-hmm. He's always always going to be right there, uh, sickness or not. And I think that he could potentially could potentially bid for a win as well. Right. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say Bryson wins this weekend. I have a feeling that this year, uh, barring no mechanicals and no injuries, uh, um, that's, that you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of. That's what you're hoping for. That's what you're hoping for. That's what you're hoping that's for. What, well, a that's slug, what a slugfest. You're, you're hoping for to see that just <laughs> just trading round right. after round. Right. I mean, and you're hoping for you know if we saw every race come down to within a second. Uh, within ten seconds, even mm-hmm. that would be that would be some awesome racing to watch this season. Yeah, it would be. It'd be intense. So, who's your pick for MTB? EMTB, sorry. So this is the first round for them. <sighs> Do I have to pick the podium? Nah. I, I mean, well, you <laughs> got, pick a winner. Your top three guys. I mean. <laughs> Jeez, you know, I mean, uh, I, I'm gonna um, pick. I'm gonna pick just a winner. Okay. Yeah, I think that uh, uh, Nick Mackey's will come out and win the opening round. Nick Mackey. Okay. Yeah. 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 What about you, Kyle Smith? Kyle Smith. You think he's gonna win? Yeah. So okay, <laughs> since we're gonna do podium, I'm gonna say oh, no, I'm gonna no, say no. Nick Mackey, um, uh, Kyle Smith, and then Charlie Mullins in yeah. third. I, at least I hope if Kyle Smith I feel is like racing, those three are if the, he's racing, I uh, I don't have a. A sheet. I feel know, like those three are the big three yeah. when it comes to uh, the EMTB. Um, I'm excited about, uh, you know, getting the highlight show and watching that. And then, um, you know, we're planning on going to the John Penton, right? Yeah. That's the so. first round that we're planning on yeah, going on. Think so, so. so, guys, we'll be – we're planning on doing that. Uh, we got some you stickers. You said stickers and maybe We got some stickers, shirts. and I'm, I'm working on ordering some shirts. Um, so, you know – What color? Uh, I don't know. Black? Black? Black on white. Black on white. So I thought that I thought that you know um, uh, these guys are going to wear them at the tracks. So you don't right. want to wear a white shirt at the track. Right. right. That's so what I was bla- thinking, like, black with white. I think red with the black. That'd be sick. Red with a black. Yeah, you're like red in the background. The black split line with the mountains over top. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what about black with red split lines? Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool. 
you know, we, we can mix it up. You guys tell us what you like. So, um, Brandon, that was a really good show. It was. Uh, we had some issues with uh, Mr. With, Fowler <laughs> with the call, Verizon service. He calls Verizon agent. <laughs> yeah, but a great show. Honestly, you know, I really enjoyed talking to yeah. Walker. I really enjoyed talking to uh, to uh, Jordan. Um, mm-hmm. We really appreciate you guys listening to absolutely. us. Like, it, we obviously we wouldn't be doing this without you guys. No, absolutely. And um, again, we're going to be giving away a Guts Racing seat cover this weekend. So get for, your picks in. Yeah, get your picks in. Um, the winner of this weekend will be receiving the Guts Racing seat cover, um, unless it's Brandon or, <laughs> or, or myself or Tom. <laughs> I don't know. I could get a nice new seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Uh, and then congratulations to uh, Tyler McNabb for winning the right. Seal Savers tonight. Right. So, uh, guys, like I said, um, it's not too late to share it. If you want to share this show, uh, guys will right. watch it over. Um, uh, we appreciate the support. We should, we appreciate all that you guys are doing for us. Uh, and, and it's becoming a really fun thing with the uh, fantasy as Probably, well. Yeah, the fantasy is um, really cool. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you guys get your picks in. Cutoff time will be um, noon on Saturday. Noon on Saturday. And I'm going to be sending out a message, an automated message to everybody that has already played fantasy. If you've played fantasy already, I'm going to be sending out a mass message to everybody uh, to send us your email address. Um, And because Brandon and I are going to be working on. Um, being a reminder, giving you guys a email, um, a email uh, 24 hours in advance of the cutoff time, just kind of like a friendly reminder, because I know playing split or, um, pulp fantasy. Um, I know that, uh, Sometimes that your life gets busy, life gets busy. And that email, that email that, that, uh, pulp sends out has reminded me to pick a team. Right. So, uh, we'll, we'll do that. And, and the only, we won't bug you with any other no, emails or anything no. like that we'll just send you, um, a, a, uh, a, a, an email like the Friday at noon before the, uh, before the races. That way you guys have 24 hours. If you forgot, you have 24, Four hours more to be able to pick your team right. so uh and like we said a little bit of a spoiler alert uh so far we have Stu baylor lined up to come on the show next week so right. i'm really excited to talk to him um that could he might only need one guest on that show because i'm sure he has a lot to say and um it's been a while since we talked to him he's had a kid yeah. um he's broken neck broken a neck <laughs> um maybe we'll get him to talk about uh the infamous alligator story yeah <laughs> so Who it's knows. gonna be a good show episode number 70 it was Will be one or no, no number 68 60, 68 68 67. sorry gosh i'm man you're ahead <laughs> yeah so i guess Wish so, week so hey guys um you know we appreciate you guys as always we also um, couldn't do this without our sponsors yeah brandon do, do, the, do the sponsor read do the sponsor read yeah brandon man, if you guys aren't running guts racing seat covers and if you guys aren't using uh seal savers and if you're not doing um Sunstar, Chan, and Sprockets. You guys hey, if you are, ain't running the Mountain State Hair Scramble right. Series. You guys are probably getting at least in second. All right. Yeah. The top guys are running them. All absolutely. Right? They're, they're running them. So if you run all three of those, it's almost guaranteed first place. So you guys need to get on the ball with it. Get what do you think about that? What do you think about that? That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad, right? I might have to have you start doing the exit uh, read all right. the time so I can that? get the music ready. That's right. Hey, start bumping, bumping is, some. Gosh. It's free music, dude. It, it, listen. We're getting flagged for doing the the non-free music, oh. so it's free. We're having a Sorry, dance guys. club over here, like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. Split line out.